Hello, welcome to episode 148 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we'll talk about the presidential inauguration and contextualizing the gospel. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the brand serial regular host of Nobody Special. And I'm Andrew, your guest host of Nobody Special. And we are just two guys looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between while not taking any of it too seriously. Two wild and crazy guys. Yep, there it is. That's the reference that no one in our show will get. I barely get it. It's from Saturday Night Live, uh... Dan, uh, Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. So they did a thing where they danced as if they were... Wild and um, Crazy Guys? Yes, but from Eastern Europe. Uh, like Yugoslavia and Wild and Crazy Guys. I think so, actually, yeah. Okay. So it's like, we're the Wild and Crazy Guys! And it just... It, they The hijinks they got into, it was insane. Of course. Uh, hey, you're not Caleb. Nope, still no. not. Uh, Caleb is um, out for today. He's got a couple things going on, so I fired him for the week, and he'll probably be back next week. I feel like every time I come on, uh, Caleb is either like lost, mm-hmm. missing, got yep. fired. Yep. I think there was um, there's another episode someone subbed in on that I had to reshoot the intro because I said Caleb died. I remember that. And it's like, no, that's only funny to me and nobody else because I have a history of not clarifying these <laughs> as I get into them. Caleb's dead. Isn't, like, oh my gosh. Isn't that the time that you had somebody guest host and didn't say anything about Caleb? And then yeah. you had me guest yeah. host the next time? And, and uh, the lost episode. Mm-hmm. The lost episode. Did we oh, ever. Right. I, I don't remember if we talked about the lost episode on here. This guy. There were very few rage quits that nobody special has done that was one of them and that audio was just so bad i don't know how i i to this day i don't know how we did that mm. but um it was a good episode yeah, it was great sorry support our patreon and maybe you'll hear it we don't have a patreon i want to be and they'll yeah. never hear it yeah so. and you'll never hear it don't know where it is actually clarifying Yes. So, uh, so this has been a this this is, has this been a long week for you? This has been a long week for me. It hasn't really been a long week for me. Really? No. I just told a person every day this week has been a long week, and um, after Monday, because I've had a few things, my car blew up, some other stuff, some more stuff, some stuff on top of that, um, and and I after Monday, I got home and thought, wow, thank goodness tomorrow is Saturday. I'm looking forward to the weekend. And then, like, time slowed down. There was that stringed instrument, like, you're like, it's only Monday. Oh, no. But we we, we made it. There was a big event. Did you catch any of the big event? The inauguration? We we did watch. We homeschooled uh-huh. our kids. And okay. so we, we watched it in the daytime as, uh-huh. social, as social studies. Right. Um, I did not catch the evening festivities, but I, I, I did watch yeah. the swearing in and things yes. like that. Yeah. The, it was, um, it was interesting. It like, I'm prepared for, how do I put this? I want 2024 to be just the most boring ceremony where we haven't had to make like changes or decisions 
it's this is it was weird. It was weird. There's like there's no, twenty people showed up because that's who was allowed. Really, the only the only thing that that I remember um, mm-hmm. that it was any different than anything else was Bernie Sanders sitting on oh his lawn gosh. chair, yeah, just full on. And then the memes. Have right. you seen the memes? They keep coming. They're so good. I, I keep. It's I'm intentionally going to Facebook for these memes. Because, Bernie like, memes. Finally, we did it. We're back to quasi normal. And I just saw, making fun of something. I saw somebody had photoshopped him sitting there angrily mm-hmm. into all of these famous pictures. Like the mm-hmm. one with all the guys eating their lunch on the beam up in the sky. Right. And he's <laughs> like that sitting, famous photo. Yeah. And he's sitting yeah. on the end. Yeah. Uh, no, Bernie's going to be the third host in the thumbnail. Like that's, we're already doing that. It's so matter. good. Um, no, the, the entire thing though, it, that was a roller coaster of a ceremony in the morning. Um, and I'm, I have a couple of thoughts and I'm not going to get political because I don't please. No, I can't (laughs) physically. I just can't anymore. So first of all, they had three musical performances. I want to talk about those. (laughs) All right. First lady Gaga. Did you see her outfit? I did not. I was stunned at how, like the, because she's she's a shock artist essentially. She showed up in a meat dress. Yes, somewhere. absolutely. That's really all you need to know, right? So the shocking thing about her was just how normal she looked today. But it was as if I'm trying to explain normal to an alien, uh-huh. and they uh-huh. mostly got it. So it's like Zuckerberg in that deposition. That he, like, yes. looked normal. How I am, water. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. So, I mean, it was still... I, I gotta be honest, I appreciate how much of a performer that Gaga is. She's incredible. She, she's a performer. Like, and not just a talented in in a musical ability, but she's yeah. a performer. She she had her, her own gold microphone, her own gold XLR cable, gold in-ears. A bird that, like, I don't know. I saw that. I saw the Hunger don't Games. Know. Yeah, the Hunger Games bird. And there was a part, because she, she was doing the national anthem talking about, the, I mean, there's the part that talks about the flag. They got a camera angle just for her to turn around and point at the flag dramatically. <laughs> but they never showed the flag. So I'm just like, what are we, this is awesome. You know, <laughs> I'm drawn in and I don't even know what's going on. And it was just, it was like bonkers, but just bonkers in a way that only Lady Gaga could do it. Of course. Uh-huh. Uh, then... Uh, J-Lo came on, which was like, J-Lo is J-Lo. She came out and you kind of start start having the debate of, is she appropriately dressed? Was it, it, was it Super Bowl J-Lo? No, but it was, I mean, it was still like J-Lo. But it was, it's again, if I'm an alien trying to explain J-Lo, but say like J-Lo, but dignified, you, that, you would have that. <laughs> J-Lo, you know? but a presidential like, inauguration. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, it and gave a beautiful. So it was very beautiful. She too, very talented. Yeah. Uh, and afterwards, because she, uh, Amy Klobuchar was kind of acting as the as the MC, um, and in just immediate after J Lo finished, you have Amy Klobuchar come up like, "Wow, that was great!" And I'm just like, "That's no one likes you for that reason, you know?" Like Paul, <laughs> stunning musical you, performance. You, ends. That was wonderful. <laughs> And, like, it's not her fault, you know, but, like, she's not a likable human being. Like, that's... She's she's not. Okay. She tests poorly in the likability factor. Okay. Granted, so, a lot of people don't get to her actual position because it comes off as a naggy and whiny, like, 
and I'm just trying to be fair, but it was just like really, really bad. Just like time. Wow, you know, like uh, nasally okay. Owen Wilson. You know, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> all right. It was and it was fine. I'm probably picking too hard on her, uh. but um, and then uh, not to be outdone was Garth Brooks. Are you a Garth Brooks fan? No. First of all, Chris Gaines didn't show up. That's all I'm saying. Kind of thinking there might be the same person. I also don't know what that means. Uh huh. That joke is also only funny to one other person. Is, this, is that a country music joke? Uh, Chris, oh gosh, Garth Brooks, I think is crazy. Uh, at some point, he put out this album under the name Chris Gaines that was kind of like Garth Brooks, but slightly more poppy. Okay. And he dyed his hair and had guyliner. But it was Garth Brooks. Yes, but he never acknowledged said, it. Yeah, but it was like. No, that, yeah, that's Garth Brooks. Like, who's Ron Swanson's jazz? Um, Duke Silver. Duke Silver, yeah. He, th- so yeah. Chris Gaines is his Duke Silver. Yeah. Okay. Um, except for the episode of Saturday Night Live that was hosted by Garth Brooks with musical guest Chris Gaines, and everyone said, "Like, man, get help." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Has like, Garth Brooks ever done the Super Bowl? Well, we can't move on until we figure that out, can we? Super Bowl. I I I feel like he has. I feel like he probably. <sighs> Remember when have. Garth Brooks w- walked out what? of the Super Bowl? Was he a performer in the Super Bowl? He had tickets. No, uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like, like, hey everyone, I'm Pats. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, the game is over and he's just yeah. like finished watching. It's like, you guys remember when he's, he walked out? He's giving an interview, but like only on local news, you know. <laughs> Um. No, go well, up. over the years. Oh, where? Nineteen ninety three. There. Uh, many country singers. Luke Bryan. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, just one hour before he's supposed to sing, Brooks left the stadium and refused to perform the national anthem if they weren't going to air his video. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Okay. So this was almost the trifecta of inauguration performers and also Super Bowl performers. Mm-hmm. Except at the end of it, I mean, they're all social distancing. And Garth Brooks, all right, so Garth Brooks is doing Amazing Grace. Beautiful song. He actually did a good job. Um, there are like three or four verses to Amazing Grace. So as he got to the last one, the one no one knows, mm-hmm. like he stopped and said, come on, I want everyone to sing along. And it's like, okay, I get what you're trying to do because the whole thing's like, we got to be unified. All right. All right. Except he said like three more sentences. Come on, I want everyone to sing along. It's important that our country learns how to get along with one another. This is, there's no other instruments. He's doing a cappella. So by the time he finished his paragraph, I was like, oh, are we, where's, oh yeah, uh, May, sing grace. I don't know the fourth verse. Like, I, what are we doing? And then, um, as he walked off, I can only describe it as he middle school boyed his way off. Because, like, they're supposed to be distancing. They're supposed to be doing all that. And he's just like, I will never get to see these people again. I'm high-fiving George W. And just, like, gives him a hug. He's, like, high-fiving Obama on the way. Ah, what's that? He finger guns someone, you know. It's, like, so good to see you. I'm like, dude. Can you do finger guns at a presidential inauguration? A well, <laughs> I don't know. Secret Service, like, gun, gun. 
That's a legitimate question. Would you get know. in trouble? I think if you're Garth Brooks and have just... I feel like that's... ...kind of hugged George W. and and, and kind of high-fived Obama, that's like, you know, he gets a pass, you know? Okay, typically the people that are hugging and high-fiving presidents, then doing finger guns, mm-hmm. that'd be a red flag. I don't know. The finger guns are kind of... If, if it can be pulled off, you kind of nailed it, you know? Okay. Like... There's a coolness factor, but as as he was There's a coolness factor. I want to know what the coolness the, factor yeah. is to finally reach finger guns. Well, well, I'll 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 tell you the thing. It is, it's wearing jeans to the inauguration. Okay. So like he's walking yeah. out, and I'm just like, did you you wore jeans, you putz? Like you'd, <laughs> you. He's the common man. He's an everyday. He's an everyday man. Guys, Brooks. Whoa, you know, I'm like, what is? Like you wore jeans. Come on. It's not even like black jeans. It was just like good jeans. More than once, I have heard the argument, these jeans cost more than dress pants. Just because denim is useful and durable doesn't mean it can't be fancy, Daniel. I mean, it was a nice pair of jeans, I'll be fair, but it's like, you wore jeans to an inauguration. Even Gaga got dressed up for this. Like, Fair enough. She was like, mm, elegant suit, meat dress, elegant suit. You know, I don't know. So it, it, was a, it was a crazy inauguration. I want to be in the room when the Gaga's agent is explaining mm-hmm. to her that she has to wear normal clothes. And like just her ideas mm-hmm. of what, right. what she would right. wear if it were up to right. We're going to take the Constitution Right. And we're going to make it into a skirt. I would like to come dressed out as Lady Liberty herself. Uh no, nah, that's not that's gonna it's not gonna work, Gaga. Could I in a tribute come out as Sacagawea who helped like whoa, whoa, whoa that's mm twenty twenty one. We don't wanna we don't wanna do that, Lady Gaga. I mean she she would come up with something. Yeah. But no. I, suit. I do need the sketchbook of like bad ideas you know it's like i was thinking this Ooh, no i was thinking like flat lines you know <laughs> like just monochrome okay but put hunger game stuff on it <laughs> like okay that's fine it will connect but, with the kids yeah no it was uh it was it was a good inauguration <clears throat> um you know it was just like how do you right. how do you spice up a boring event I mean, it's monumental for the country. Right. I mean, sure. it's great, but yeah. like, it's the, the the inauguration is not a thrilling event. No. So, I mean, I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, they did a good job. If so. Garth Brooks finger gunning everybody is the most exciting thing that happens at your inauguration, that's probably a successful inauguration. Yeah. It's it's possible that's headcanon. I made that up, but I, it feels as if he was at least doing it in his head. Oh yeah. You know, like, like you can give off yeah. an air of of a finger guns. finger gunning. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that guy finger guns yeah, on his way out yeah, of every yeah. room. He's finger gunning everyone. There we go. So, and, uh, oh, Bill Clinton fell asleep. Wow. Which, like, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I don't blame him, you know. But there's pictures of him, like. So. I mean, he was the president, though. Like, you get to do whatever you want. Dude, he was president, like, 92 or something. The dude yeah. is old. I mean, I hey, politics aside, no hate. You know, like, he's, do what you got to do, homie. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I've noticed, just with all things uh, politics, inauguration, and everything else, that this, uh, um, you would kind of think that w- the world is ending tomorrow based on my Facebook feed. Yeah. 
Yeah. And or or that that either Christ has come and we missed it <laughs> or Whoops. or Christ has come. Do you know like the yeah. other yeah, yeah, yeah. the alternative of bad theology like both ends have occurred like yeah. finally there will be years of peace now that Biden has arrived or like we will all die I'm going into my bunker and I'm, I'm moving to Kentucky um so I I was kind of thinking through this I I think this is a a a good time to be a part of the church uh because this is an opportunity the people are are all hurting, all in pain, and uh, this is an opportunity to to gospel people mm-hmm. on all ends of the political spectrum, because as we found out for the past, I would say at least a month, um, stupid is a bipartisan issue, and mm-hmm. political extremism is also a bipartisan issue. Yeah. And if the church can't give any kind of stability to that, what are we doing, guys? Yeah. What are we doing? I think that the main thing that I've noticed, and I don't have social media for. Mm-hmm. mainly this reason right um but the main thing i've noticed in a lot of folks is just that confusion is reigning right and it's not it, it can be confusion disguised as certainty right and clarity right but it's just guessing yeah um and and you're you're exactly right that there's an opportunity in mm-hmm. within the church mm-hmm. when people are confused they're open for solutions and conversation. Right. Um, when people are scared, they're open to solutions and conversation. They, mm-hmm. it, it, when things are dark, light is more visible. Right. But also people are trying to find answers. They will cling to a answer regardless of its usefulness, like, and, yeah. and, uh, a strength behind it. I mean, there there are people grasping to to have answers to things that at this point I don't think the church can be quiet but actually it needs to give clear presentations of the gospel to people in a, a manner that meets their context and I think that's the part that's been missing is we need to give context to the gospel which sounds as if I'm saying something crazy offensive and I hope I'm not um, so, so I'm I guess if I was to start off and kind of ask questions, because you're very smart and knowledgeable in this area, so smart, incredibly smart, because he's smartest. Well, because because of all the stuff that you've done at studentgo.org. Uh, <laughs> we'll just plug that a couple of times. Okay. Is it .org? It is .org. Studentgo.org. I remember. Um, that's their slogan, actually. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if I'm trying to give the gospel, so. What are the core parts of the gospel that I need to keep? Well, that's 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 really good because mm-hmm. what I like to say um, at studentgo.org. Studentgo.org. No, what, what I like to say when I talk to people about the gospel mm-hmm. and how to share the gospel is the message never changes, but the method can and should and will mm-hmm. and and is so different in different circumstances with different people. Right. So if we're talking about the core tenets of the gospel, mm-hmm. you're talking about the thing that separates us from God, what was done, mm-hmm. and then the future with God. Right. right. Like you're you're talking about you are separated from God because of your 
sin and mm-hmm. just that's a very easy concept for people to grasp as they can as they can just think of an hour ago sinning but right. much less their entire lives right if anyone has had kids they know how early that starts how defiance and things like that immediately starts um <laughs> and so you are separated from god mm-hmm. um but god desires a relationship with you and right. ha- will give everything necessary to reconcile you to restore you back to himself mm-hmm. and the the means that he has done that is jesus christ who came mm-hmm. and lived the perfect life that you could not live and died the death that you deserve so mm-hmm. that you can move from a slave to sin to a slave to righteousness and not just a slave to righteous righteousness but a son at the table of the almighty god and and in yeah. short that's the gospel. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's a great point that a, a ton of people skip over that they just stop at God forgave our, us of our sins, which is like, you know, no small thing. That's a huge part Absolutely. of that. I'm, I'm not trying to underscore that at all, but yeah. there's this other part of also, okay, when your bank account was at zero, you were still poor. Yeah. So instead of going like, all right, well, at least you're not in debt, but you're still broke. Um, Come have access to the father's bank account, mm-hmm. which is endless, and and be a part of yeah. the the household of God. Well, right, because because I mean, look around. People aren't looking just to not be not right. be scared. They're looking for joy, right? right? Like, right. like, so it's not just the bad things go away, right. but what good things are there? Right? So if right. I share the good news of Jesus right. Christ. It has two parts, right? What I was saved from and what mm-hmm. I'm saved to. Absolutely. So I was saved from eternally being separated from God. I'm saved to adoption by God and actually being a part of his mm-hmm. family, having his spirit live within me. Yeah. Joy, peace, yeah. patience, right? The fruit of the spirit. Right. Yeah. Like, in, and that's important to understand those parts of... of when giving the gospel, actually give the good newsy part, where oh, it's the best part, where it's like, okay, you you you're not in debt, but you, and and you have to start there. I'm I'm a big proponent of you have to start at the thing that put distance between us and God. And I don't think it's possible to understand grace and not actually struggle through the depths of our depravity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, however, um, that's half the journey, and both sides of the journey have to be made and given in a gospel presentation i think like you were a sinner you are no longer a sinner but are new in jesus christ who brings you into the family but isn't it so interesting i know we always say start at what separates us Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's actually true and i don't think we actually believe it okay um because sure in your explanation to somebody right you might start there as in the chronological beginning right but how did you get to that conversation it's because people can see, likely, mm-hmm. they can see the fruit of of the joy and the goodness right. okay. in your life. So, sure. so what I actually like to how, how I like to think about this is when people, especially right now, right? So, mm-hmm. so whatever you think about the election or whatever you think about world events, right? Things are dark. Yeah, things are dark, and right. and if things aren't dark because of politics, things are dark because of just personal stuff and relationships, and things are dark. We live in a broken world. Yeah, absolutely. So, so if you can have a conversation with somebody and say, "Man, aren't things dark? Wouldn't you like to have hope and peace mm-hmm. and joy? Wouldn't you like to have certainty? Wouldn't you like to be content?" And mm-hmm. hopefully, your life models that. Hopefully, and you yeah. can say, "Great," because I have some good news for you. Mm-hmm. Then it starts. At the separation, but you've already teased yeah. the good stuff, right? Yeah. Like, and so I, I, 
I know that maybe it's just splitting hairs, but we say it starts at our separation mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. But if you just walk up to somebody and say, man, you are separated from mm-hmm. God. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. But right. if we're talking about contextualizing the gospel, why would you not tease the hope right. and then explain how the journey to that hope happens? Sure. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's that's actually a really good point. So then as as far as giving context to the gospel, contextualize the gospel, is that first part just the the almost indescribable difference of a person in Christ that attracts a person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say attractional anything because we can get into that debate. Yeah. But it there is this idea that people will take a notice of a person that is in Christ and different yeah. and and even if they can't question or kind of uh, kind of put a finger to it, they're like, "There's something different, and yeah. I can't explain it, and I need it." So it's it's really interesting. So this is actually a concept that mm-hmm. I am. This is one of the main things that we wrestle through in sh- telling folks how to share the gospel because mm-hmm. everyone, all believers, know that they should share the gospel. They right. probably want to. Right. It's the how that we struggle with. Right. right? It's awkward. It's whatever. And so in in doing this. Um, it is, I always tell students as I'm working with them, people aren't going to come and ask you to share mm-hmm. the gospel with them. They're yeah. just not. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to see your life and go, what makes you so different? Can mm-hmm. you please share it with me so I right. can believe it too? They're just not. Right. So so this whole idea, you know, the quote, uh, preach the gospel at all times, if necessary, use words. It's also, yeah, it should be like... Right. So all, it's a good... Also it's, use words. It's well-meaning yeah. because the gospel yeah. is words. Right. But if your life does not... Mm-hmm. back it up sure then your words mean very little right and so it's this it's this tension of i live a life that i can point to as an example of the power of the gospel of the redemptive power of the gospel i live a life that points to the hope of christ that people can visibly see mm-hmm. and then i go get them <clears throat> like yes. it's not yeah i live this life and i wait for those people to come to me it's, right i live this life right, right. and then i go and i intentionally okay dive into their lives Mm -hmm. so they know that I love them and then I bring this gospel message out of love out of concern out of Mm -hmm. hope would you like hope you see hope here I can tell you how to get it right and and I guess I was I was trying to like they need to see that though just to give the weight of of the story but you're correct I've never had a person be like excuse me sir I believe that you to be a Christ follower please explain to me this eternal wisdom that you seek um, it, like I've, I've never had any, anyone do that there is a go get them to it also though there is a that's not gonna happen go get them that's it's yeah. it's an emphatic all all the times Jesus told the disciples like okay now now pair up and go go yeah. out go tell go tell them but haven't mm-hmm. haven't you been told as a teenager or as a young mm-hmm. adult that if you live a gospel lifestyle those conversations mm-hmm. will just happen see, I've been told- see, like I I had um I had cases that I questioned that in a few people growing up but I wasn't gonna go talk to them um and and yeah. I think I mean, there's still people that they've they had profound impacts on my current faith, um, even though I never had any conversations about their faith. I mean, there was a girl in uh, middle school. She got the nickname of God Girl because hmm. she was always at church, always talking about church things. Could be worse nicknames, right? And I had a few of those. Um, but <laughs> so uh, and and it just it kind of like it it struck me a bit because um, I went to church too. Mm-hmm. 
and no one was trying to call me God guy. And, and they called her God girl. And I was just like, in fact, they made fun of her, but like no one was making fun of me. And that I just, I was thinking about that, but I never went over to her and said like, excuse me, tell me about the depth of faith that you have. I, I understand it. But there was still this impact that it was, it was a made, even though we, we, we never talked. I mean, um, so I, I, I do think the impact is important, but it's also needs to have the follow up of as a Christian, you go get them. Mm-hmm. You, you go like, Hey, so let's talk. Um, and, 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 and be active in that pursuit, but it's not a clock in and out thing. I yep. guess what I was trying to say is like, I can't be like, all right, I'm going to evangelize from, uh, you know, nine to 10. And then at 10, I'm going to just really go ham on all the sins, you yeah. know? So I was just talking to a young man today, mm-hmm. um, and we were talking about this very concept actually right. before I even knew we were going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I like to say it this way: um, your view of God mm-hmm. determines how you live your life. Yeah, and how you live your life reveals your view of God to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what you believe. Nobody knows the gospel right. that you have. No right. one knows. All they have. <clears throat> is the example that you set forth. Yep. That's it. That's yeah. all That's all the it, yeah. empirical evidence that they have to make their conclusion about what right. you believe. Even the things that we say, right. if not backed up by what we do, right. are meaningless. Right. And this, this concept of, yes, I need to act like a, an ambassador of Christ, mm-hmm. but that's just my that's my diving board, right? right. Like, right. like I'm bouncing at this point. Right. And it's time to, it's time right. to dive in to actually utilize right. that. I mean, that's the example that we see in the scripture, right? Like Jesus mm-hmm. spends time with his disciples and he corrects things in them. Mm-hmm. And when they're wrong, he fixes it and he, mm-hmm. he rebukes them. And then he says, go and do it. And then after three years, he's like, well, that was three years of that. Now go mm-hmm. and make right. disciples. And then in Acts, what do we see? We see them loudly professing faith yeah. out in the streets, yeah. going and getting people. And then the missionary explosion that right. is all based right. on their lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And I think especially the disciples, they, the the amount Jesus just told them, like, go do, mm-hmm. they were... They they were unskilled, untrained people from yeah. the get go. You know, I yeah. I was I was kind of checking out a couple of churches and pastors, and uh, they said like you know, most of them are dirty, uneducated fishermen who weren't even good fishermen because the only kind of descriptions of their ability to fish, the only two times it's brought up, they didn't bring up anything. Yeah. So like they're not even phenomenal fishermen. So it's like the these are uneducated people that don't I mean they don't carry any kind of pedigree of any kind the only person who did is Paul and and Jesus sent him to the one place where that pedigree didn't mean didn't anything matter. I was like yeah, yeah yeah but if you go to the Jews they might actually think it's you and I just want to be very clear it's me so yeah. go to the people who you have nothing in common with but, but when know? we when we talk about contextualizing the gospel in today's mm-hmm. day and age and in yeah. our culture right now yeah. I think so much of that intentionality is you look scared mm-hmm. you sound scared mm-hmm. you sound confused right. you sound anxious because <clears throat> of because or you sound very confident that this individual is going to fix everything right or you sound very confident that this individual is going to destroy everything right wouldn't you like to know about 
a higher right. power, something, a, a, a higher authority, something that you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like I, I think that, that, and it's not even the same as it was 15 years ago. Right. No, like, no, like no. the, the, the hooks, right. The hooks into the heart are different right now. Right. And right. they're different here than they are in Canada and right. in, in, you know, England and right. they're just different. Yeah. And so the gospel never changes. Those same tenets are, are true, but how do believers encounter the world and basically solve the problems mm-hmm. of the world yeah. with this good news right. that changes daily. Right. Uh, the, uh, the apostle Paul in his, uh, kind of first Corinthians chapter nine, 19 through 20, one actually gets into that a bit. Do you mind yeah. reading that for us? So the Apostle Paul, um, in talking about how to uh, how to share this good news, says this: For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became a Jew in order to win the Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though not my being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but, you know, under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I might share with them in its blessings." So it kind of comes off that, you know, as Paul's talking about this, there is this aspect of the idea of you is fluid like you don't own you and if there is a thing to bring a a person closer to christ now granted let's i want to be very careful with what i did and didn't say there that you know above all you honor god in all things Mm -hmm. um other than that spend time to get to know and understand people don't just call them like those snowflakes or those liberals those republicans or those they just they just got to come around to the thing i do is instead take time to actually get to know the place they're coming from get to Mm -hmm. understand the things that uh, make them tick the uh, the ins and outs care about them as a person Instead of a person, I have to fix, mm-hmm. um, and 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 just that in in that case, your idea because there is a a death to the world in us and in coming up in in the spirit, the idea of us then gets to be defined by God, and in, in a few cases, in the context that God has placed us. Yeah. I mean, to to Paul as he's going to the Gentiles, he had to talk in a manner that the gentiles can understand at a bare a minimum i don't speak spanish and if i'm a heathen and i don't speak spanish and a spanish a missionary comes up and does the whole thing in spanish i don't care if it's the best sermon i ever heard i still don't get it um and until until that person takes time to say i care enough to learn english Mm -hmm. i'm not going to hear the gospel literally and i think that also applies in other manners too of i mean especially student ministry you know, the first step is just most of these kids have needed to know that a person get just gives a crap about mm-hmm. them first. Um, and, and people that are, are scared to get into student um, ministry, like, oh, it's so hard. It's like, it's, it's the easiest thing in the world because yeah. all that you have to do is genuinely care about a person <laughs> and they'll spend so much time just like opening up. Yeah. So I, I guess if, are you trying to explain 
the manner to to give context to the gospel, then in w- what way does a person do that? And what are the things they need to be able to do or not do in that case? I think that it's it's two things. One, it's communicating the gospel, mm-hmm. and the other, it is obeying the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, you were uh, you are loved mm-hmm. when you didn't deserve it. Right. You were shown patience and grace right. and mercy when you didn't deserve it. Right. You might not think that other person deserves those. Right. But that's why obeying right. the gospel, understanding the gospel, grace. Yeah. is so important for sharing it. Yeah. And and I've I've said this for a while now. I think that I think that the the problem that most believers have in churches is that they're focusing on the inward, not the outward. Right. That they look in and they say, "Here's all the things I need to fix in my life. I need to do better in this. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to read my Bible more. I need to do all of this." Mm-hmm. And it's just me, 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 me. And even if it's a well-intentioned me, sure. me, 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 I need that. I want to please God. Mm-hmm. Nothing gives purpose and drive to growing yourself mm-hmm. than looking out right. and seeing other people who are lost and scared right. and alone. Right. And that will motivate somebody more than more than a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so if we're talking about giving context to the gospel, mm-hmm. here's my here's my my suggestion you already have people in your life who need Mm -hmm. it yeah that you don't have to learn spanish for right you already have people in your life most everybody has a non-christian in their life and Mm -hmm. if you don't you're doing it wrong yeah right um (laughs) that's where you start that's the person yeah right and and slowly introduce more non-believers into your world and get to know them as people Mm -hmm. And then share the good news. Right. And I I do think there is kind of a subtle distinction that's important um, between giving context or, or caring about a non-Christian and also um, becoming yoked to them. You know, there, there is an aspect that there is a... a, a a a boundary of closeness that because they are a non-believer does not get breached mm-hmm. um that uh, that there are things of a spiritual nature and conversation that do occur in-house but anything that's not that gets put on the table mm-hmm. i mean i um you know especially going back to like uh, student pastor days i had i had a couple of things first of all anytime i took him to stupid universal which i i can now say i hated that trip Every single time, because every three minutes I'm turning around and counting to ten, making sure all my kids are there. Like, one, two, three, four, seven, nine, ten. And then if I hit nine, I'm like, uh-oh, where's number ten? And it's always the same one. Anyway, sorry, just had a moment. Oh, um, but if if uh, they asked and said, Dan, do you want to come on this uh, roller coaster? The answer it was always, yes, I do. And and the truthful answer is always, no, I do not. I, I don't super like roller coasters, but because it would, it would give an opportunity to bond and talk mm-hmm, to them... Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that and out of that sprang forth this like I guess I like roller coasters now Mm -hmm. Uh, kind of the same thing on 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 kind of like taking up airsoft I took up airsoft because I was trying to get closer to these people in order to to gospel them closer now granted it ended up being a lot of fun Um, (laughs) but was I kind of the first day really pumped about having to spend $200 on a fake gun to get shot over and over Uh, 
no. I can now <laughs> safely say yeah. didn't like it at first because I bruised like a peach and it was not fun. But it, it gave opportunities to have important conversations about the gospel. And it's, I mean, to stuff kind of closer like preferences. I need to be able to give up the preferences instead mm-hmm. of cling to my own preferences because there are greater things going on. And I think if I stop and think about the standard God applied to me first, mm-hmm. then I, I'm i more okay applying that to other people. If I stop and think like, okay, the this is the amount of grace God gave me and just like spend a day, tally that up. And, and then go to this other person and think, but they're really annoying in their political beliefs. I've sinned against the great high king of heaven. Mm-hmm. So I can forgive some political beliefs and like have a conversation yeah. there. I think it's kind of important to, to start and understand our grace in order to apply grace out better. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the image of you telling somebody uh, who's, who's treading water, mm-hmm. um, hey, I have... I have an answer for mm-hmm. you right? like I've got something right. for you right. and they're like please please help me right. yes I'll take anything and you're right. like just come here and get it right like I'll pray for you n- no you you <laughs> yeah. move toward yeah. them as yeah. a believer we have the strength we have the spirit mm-hmm. we can do a lot yeah. of moving and bending and yeah. flexing right so so Paul in this passage is saying look if they have an identity mm-hmm. and it is it is and they don't know Christ, mm-hmm. I will I will breach that right. to go and get them. Right. right. And then I can explain to them what their true identity is, or I can explain to sure. them the same message. Sure. But I've got to I've got to figure out who they are and they have to feel like they have intrinsic value to right. me. They're absolutely. not just being formed through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean if I'm caring about others the way Christ cared about us when we were against him. Bible's very clear. We were against Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm doing that, then I'm actually willing to lay down my life in both a, a figurative and a literal sense mm-hmm. um, in order to 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 guide them closer to God. Um, and I think too many times people, they draw, they draw a line way too soon of like, well, we can't forgive that in their past or can't do that. And it's like, now you got to take time and understand that they, that all people are struggling through something, mm-hmm. and after they 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 understand that I care about them, kind of despite the things they've done, and I would call that a very Christ kind of centric mm-hmm. amount of grace. Then I'm able to guide them through the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is a foundation of, hey, I made the first step to come to you because I care. Mm-hmm. Now I've been given permission to speak this in a person instead of just like, hey, uh, I saw you from afar. You're a terrible sinner. Jesus loves you. Did I do an evangelism today? Um, check mark on. Whoa, whoa, I almost said a name of an organization. We're not going to do that. Check mark on any box that I need to get through. Like yeah. I did an evangelism, I shared my faith. Jesus uh, saved me good check so I think that's kind of uh, a difference is actually spending time to get to know them and understand them instead of going in like I have to fix them yeah and it doesn't take away like it, it mm-hmm. we can't actually help God save right right like but right. it's what he's commanded us to do as right. ambassadors of Christ like God's God's right. gonna do it we right. can't be like we can't be like well, I didn't love them well enough, and mm-hmm. so 
looks like they're going to spend eternity in hell. Like, right. whoops. Right. But God has it's, still given <laughs> us this command. And, and this command is, I mean, every time I give up something mm-hmm. of my own in order to bring someone else closer mm-hmm. to Christ, I get closer to Christ. Right. Right. Like, like right. it's for their benefit, but also when right. I'm participating in the mission of Christ, right. there's nothing that brings the Christian more joy. Right. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's literally yeah. the best thing you could do. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we're just scared mm-hmm. or unwilling. I, I will say this. Um, so I'm writing this book mm-hmm. about the, the gaps that keep us from yes. sharing our faith. Right. Yes. And there's, there's all these gaps. And then there, the last one is, uh, my example is Jonah. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 thinking through and I'm just like I'm I'm thinking through like okay well why why did Jonah why did Jonah run away Racism. right was he was he <laughs> was he scared um because in my mind I'm thinking like well in that Veggie Tales they slapped uh-huh. him with fish mm-hmm. so like maybe he ran away because he was scared of going mm-hmm. to that of, of of going to the place right. uh, of Nineveh and um no, no it's pretty clear in the Bible right. he tells God. I knew I that knew. you would save <laughs> I them. I knew they would all turn uh-huh. to you and I hate them. Yeah. So I ran away. Right. And <laughs> I don't know how to communicate like, that. He had faith also. <laughs> like it's yeah. just that 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 type of attitude that's right. like, nope, you're too bad. You're too different. Yeah. you you have been you've been raised a different way. Right. You look different than me. You sound different than me. You don't mm-hmm. deserve God's grace. Well gross. And, and especially the people Jonah had Jonah had been called to. He was called to people that were against his hometown. The, right. Like they hated the Israelites. Uh they they had attacked them on a few different occasions. Um so, so as as the Israelites don't have their stuff together, I mean, they, they are essentially at this point abandoning God entirely. And God tells Jonah, like, hey, you should go tell <laughs> your enemy <laughs> about the gospel. Well, not the Well, you know, he should go tell him about God. Yeah. And, and Jonah goes like, we, they'll take our land. And I know because we're not currently taking it. So like, yeah. it's just open, you know? <clears throat> um, and so if I tell Gosh. them, then they'll, they'll, they'll become ahead. And so God's like, it's going to happen no matter what. Like you just are fine. Big fish. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and, and he chills in there and then he comes. My favorite part is that he comes back and gives like the laziest presentation of any kind of gospel. Anything He's like, you should turn to God or whatever. And, and, and all of them go like, you're totally right. We were, <laughs> we're totally abandoned God. They all, they, all of them take a knee. And then you know, jo- Jonah Bernie's, it's like, yeah, like just the whole thing. Gosh. In in the ending of Jonah to me is is intentional in its. It doesn't like. It's awesome. It doesn't end. It stops. It's awesome. It ends on Jonah going, but but all right. So so then, then how do I deal with this? Essentially. Yeah. And then, then you're kind of waiting for Jonah chapter five, and it's just not there. It's not. It's there. like that's the question we all struggle through. Is like, mm-hmm. well, then, well, how do I do this then? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I've told people it's like most people want to be the prophet Isaiah. No one wants to be Jeremiah. Most of us are Jonah. Yeah. Like if it, like I would 
love to be Isaiah. Like, sure, I'll go to the king's court. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just happen to... There's grapes. I just happen to have them. I'm there. No one wants to be Jeremiah, like, thrown in the hole. Like, hey, um, can you dig me out? And the army comes up and says, like, wow, who, who put you in here? Some kind of painful enemy like the enemy of Israel's come up and he's in a hole like man who did this that, yeah. you know we're sick people we wouldn't even do that us my people <laughs> it's no big deal or anything it's no big deal and they're like really oh yeah. and they like the enemy had compassion on him like just go take some land we'll leave you alone you've had to go and he still tries and goes to, to yeah. warn the people and like no we're pretty sure that didn't happen <laughs> please listen so much of that attitude that Jonah attitude though of no I don't want them to change I just want to be mad at them and for them to die alone is what you see on social media where you are entrenched in your camp and it's just you're just flinging flinging rocks at the other side going hey uh, I have truth I have this and yeah it's tough man I, I think it's important to care about people in authenticity um, I think both of us, without naming names, can give a couple of stories if pushed when a person felt... Because both come out of student ministry background. And every now and then there's that person that comes up and, and needs to pull a... Well, well, hi there, fellow kids. I, too, am a skateboarder. Um, and you're like, ooh, no. Like, you have to be yeah. you, but be you that genuinely cares about them mm-hmm. and doesn't try to like craft this personality that just is fake. Kids are the best bullcrap detectors I've ever it's, seen. It's not it's not yeah. manipulation. No. It's not. No. It's it's genuine care. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. and not not about trivial little things right. like hey so and so likes country music so mm-hmm. in order to win them to the gospel I too must like country music because I draw the line there. Um but if I got into country music for a girl. No big deal. Oh, woof. Um, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but but it's, cut it's, that. It's, <laughs> no, I think you leave it. Yeah, we're I leaving that. Leave Does she know who it is? Like, nope. if she watches this, nah, would she, she know? watch this. Okay. Yeah. What's her name? That's fine. If she doesn't watch it. Huh? Yeah, but like other people do. So. Okay. First name? Mm-hmm. First name? No, we're not doing this. Okay. I'll tell you after, but Wait. I ain't doing this now. Oh, I won't tell you after. Anyway, where are we? We just finished. Uh, don't be often, oh, stupid or in inauthentic. Yes, and just be if if person's a nerd, be a nerd for Jesus. Like, don't try and try and fake a thing because kids can tell. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to a book I would like to talk about today. <laughs> um, so there, there's a devotional that came out a couple of months ago, and I was trying to find a good time to bring it up. It's called the Word According to Gen Z: A 30 Day Challenge. Now, here's what happened. Um, this group that part of their their mission is to make Christian shirts not suck. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of agree with them a little bit. Because, I mean, there's always those t-shirts of, of this shirt's illegal in 52 countries. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because you didn't actually say Jesus in there, but only talked about how illegal the shirt is. Silly rabbit. Which, ironically, just makes the shirt not illegal. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Silly um, rabbit, Jesus is for everyone. Yeah. I almost bought that when I was like 10. Right. I thought it was so funny. Right. And now it's like, I thank goodness my mom said like, no, because you will get beat up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're mm-hmm. right. I would have gotten beat up. Thanks, mom. But then you um, wouldn't have felt bad because then you and God girl would have gotten beat up. She didn't get beat up, though. She was just a genuinely nice human being. Well, then you, I mean. 
I'm actually you could have you could have claimed persecution if they beat you up for your Jesus T-shirt. I'm actually surprised I've never been beat up. Okay, I should have. Thank you, everyone I knew in high school, for not kicking the poop out of me. Um, anyway, so so this book, uh, they 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 have a, it's a thirty day devotional aimed at teens. Uh, takes them through kind of a passage or two, asks a couple questions, gives a devotional. Now, devotionals don't tend to be the most in depth things, but they also they uh, gave the Generation Z translation um, of of no, of the Bible of the Bible that they created and um so then i think it was a matt walsh at the daily wire got a hold of this as a concept and and kind of talked about as as the dumbing down of the bible how it was anti-faith blah 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 and so at a point this although it was going to be produced by lifeway and in 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 and distributed by them three weeks prior they then kind of decided to pull it from their offering so then this company I, they've already printed them at that point so they had a warehouse of these books that they're just like well we're still putting them out I mean I've still done it so I ended up getting this in the mailbox at church um, because I think because I bought student content I was on a mailing list that I think they purchased from Lifeway say like well we're just gonna mail them out anyway are we good yeah yeah we're fine sorry we asked wow. your book um, okay so I went through it and, and I'm gonna be fair I think they know what they're doing Okay. I no, I think they understand it's very is very self aware. Like they lean into the cringe. Yes. Okay. I think I think it got a bad uh, uh, kind of a rap because they give the, uh, the 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 Gen Z translation and then on the next page they put the ESV. Now people that put the ESV tend tend to handle the word pretty well. Yeah. Um so they're they're they are goofy people who are trying to make joy in Christianity by having some fun and make it memorable. Also, they they did give actual scripture. So Yeah, um, I mean, it's not like, like they just gave the gave the stuff and they're like, mm-hmm. well... Yeah, like, no, this is how kids speak. They're like, alright, but seriously though, here's the real Bible. Please also learn this one. So, um, in true guest fashion, Andrew, we have a quiz for you today. Okay. I'm going to read a verse to you and you have to tell me where it is in the Bible. Oh, or just anything about it okay at all okay. so like the scale for success is pretty low for this reason okay. and it'll it, we'll see how it goes it'll become very apparent why I, I did not even know this book existed before we started this podcast it is i was v- visibly excited when it showed up i was like oh i've heard about this i need this okay <clears throat> number one all right number one now these are in order of i just picked the first five they do so okay. i'm not trying to find the most egregious there are some in there, but anyway. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> and since day uno, there was Cap G. Big J oh, was no. chilling with Cap G, and Big J was Cap G. John 1 1. Yes, in John 1 1. In the beginning was the oh, Word, and the, the word, word was with God, and the Word was God. Cap G. Cap G. I hate that. I do too. No, it's it sucks. Like, it's. <laughs> Uh number two so so it feels irreverent to just hear it Uh uh-huh well okay here we go wait till you hear this one go go ahead cap g's words are one hundo straight up slicing dicing and knowing it all second timothy 
three sixteen and seventeen. Ooh, I get how you might think that. Read it again. Read it again. Cap G's words are one hundo, straight up slicing and dicing and knowing it all. Hebrews. Uh huh. Is it really Hebrews four twelve? No. For the word of God is living and active, is living sharper, and active than sharper than any two edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So, read the read this the stupid one again. Cap, <laughs> Cap G's words are one hundo, straight up slicing and dicing and knowing it all. It's like, yeah, yes. But you removed all the, all no. the content. Knowing it all. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, keep going. I hate this. I got your holy scripts padlocked in my chest thumper. I've hidden your word in my heart. I have stored your word. Yep, Psalm 119.11. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I have your holy scripts padlocked in my chest thumper. My chest thumper? Mm-hmm. It's like they went on thesaurus.com. No, it's like mm-hmm. they went on urbanthesaurus.com and just started typing in urban words. Urban thesaurus. They've got urban dictionary. Why that's, can't they have urban thesaurus? That's got to be a thing, it right? It has to be. Uh, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM. Now, now, granted, this is this is why I'm trying to clarify. I just picked the first five. I hate it. Uh, yeah, it's not wonderful. <laughs> but like, it's like, it's in, sorry, well, I'll get back to that. Okay. <clears throat> number four. So far, you're three for three. Good for you, man. You, I, you missed, totally I missed number quiz. two. You, you got it, though. I honestly didn't think you were going to get that one. That one really? was kind of, yeah. That was like, it's so no vague. Way. Right. Slicing and dicing is the only thing that mm-hmm. connects it. Right. Because <clears throat> it's like word of God passage. You're either Second Timothy 3 or Hebrews chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get this, you okay. have permission to pastor any church in America. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> Not swerved by these scripts cause Cap G be given that get out of jail free card to the whole fam. Okay, one more time. You think that'll help? Yeah, one more time. <laughs> Not swerved by these scripts cause Cap G be given that get out of jail free card to the whole fam. One more time. Not Last time. Swerved. Last time. And not swerved by these scripts, because Cap G be given that get out of jail free card to the whole fam. Not swerved by these scripts. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Mm, it, it's an epistle. Is it an epistle? Yes. Is it... I mean, I didn't really narrow a lot down for no, that one, you know. It's an epistle. It <clears throat> is one of Paul's epistles. Again. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, or Colossians. Is that your final answer? It's that it's one of those? Uh-huh. Yeah. Incorrect. Ugh. I'm sorry. Romans 1.16. Shut not, up. It for is I am not. not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Read the dumb one again. Not swerved by these scripts, because Cap G be given that get out of jail free card to the whole fam. I disagree. That was, hey, hey, people who wrote this, that was poorly done. You, you could have done it better. This is the line. This, this is the last. Okay, last one. Last one. Day five. Day five. It didn't even make sense. <clears throat> I understood it because I'm in touch with teen 
gener- news. Okay, number five. <laughs> Take that n- a noggin guard of, of Savies and okay. that big old knife of Cap G's words. Armor of God. And take helmet of the salvation. Helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Four out of five, not bad. No, five out of five. No, four out of four. That the 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 Romans one sixteen one didn't it's not a thing. You have to use at least some of the same idea. They did. No, they did not. No, I mean I see how they got there. I don't. I agree with you. Also I see how they got there. No, but that whole thing, it's actually I mean, as far as devotionals go, they know people don't speak like this. There's no way they don't know. I and, don't know, man. And I caught their uh, promo that they made that Liveway wouldn't put out. Um, it's very, it's very tongue in cheek. They understand what they're doing, and I think it got a bad kind of a rap because of that. It it was it was intentionally cringe. It was as if they're doing it for the meme. Do you know what I mean? Okay. They they were, and. And the kind of devotional stuff is actually it's not bad. Now, granted, okay. it, it's it's a devotional, so you know I had a person say that devotionals are the bottom tier of Christian literature, I um, mean. which you're not wrong. You know, like hey, I wonder what someone that. else thinks about this. <laughs> hmm? Hey, I wonder what someone else thinks about this passage. But like briefly, and and, yeah. and don't give me a lot of depth. And I'm also going to spend only sixty seconds reading it. Yeah. You know, as the bare minimum of right. my responsibility for the day. And look, right. it has a verse listed at the bottom, but I would have to right. go look it up. So I'm actually not going to. Right. Jesus calling. <laughs> Sorry. You know, there's um, also an LOL cat Bible. Thank you for the next quiz. We will be doing the LOL again by whenever it's, that is. It's ridiculous. Oh, we're ordering that. I hate you for but that. But still easier to interpret than yeah. whatever this garbage is. Yeah. I mean, well, go look up Romans one sixteen LOL cat Bible. I will definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this though, I I do think it's actually a fairly good devotional. That's just tongue in cheek about the whole thing. Um, it's intentionally cringe in order to, I think. Y- y- bring joy to a devotional process that most kids just aren't going to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. It it knows what it is. They don't talk like that. No one thinks kids like I've never heard a kid like, hey, I'll just be praying to Cap G. You know, like no one's Nah, it doesn't happen. It does. No, no one has no one has said I've been praying to Cap G because I got Big J with me. Is that what Jesus is? Is he That's because you live in here. You can't tell me these guys didn't intentionally know what they were doing. Well, of course. Look at them. <laughs> they knew what they anyway, were doing. This isn't like sponsored by them. I just really wanted to read parts of this book. So, um, It'd be a poor sponsorship if it was. I'll take their money. <laughs> I'll shield their books. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm just... I'm, I'm playing. No, but, I understand. Yeah. I understand what it is. Yeah. You, you have to move past... Uh, it, it's great for those who mm-hmm. can move past the irreverence. Right. They gave a real translation. No, I understand one. that. So I appreciate I'm, that. I'm here. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying it, it's great for those who can right. move past the perceived irreverence, mm-hmm. the momentary irreverence. Mm-hmm. But those who are holy and have trouble doing that will not find enjoyment from this. <laughs> I don't it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's not even for me. I just thought it was yeah. funny. No, it's good. So we want to hear from you guys, though. How do 
you feel about this book, about bringing the gospel in context and the core concepts of the gospel. If uh, any anybody has a question, the best place to go to ask us, because Caleb and I and occasionally Andrew are totally interested in answering any questions any, any anybody's interested in asking. Uh, the best place to go, that was a long run on sentence. And you still haven't told them. I know, is thegospelatpost.com slash nobody special. Form at the bottom of the page. You know how forms work. Uh, or check us out on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast. That's also a really good place probably to get in touch better than the website, which is ironic. But uh, do do stay up to date there. And also through our, our YouTube page that the podcast comes out every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. So uh, comments on there, any thoughts that people have, and we will be sure and get to them or answer them. Um Andrew, if they're trying to find anything you do, where can they go to find you? Yes, they can go to studentgo.org. It stands for Student Gospel Outreach. Just go to studentgo.org, and that's it. No social media to speak of at this time. He's free, and I deeply envy him for that. So, well, uh, I, I appreciate jumping in today, Andrew. Thank you so much. And I think that's going to do it all for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Andrew. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.